The hour cometh, and now is, when true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouths shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Together, Psalm 95. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad on him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, Harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and is in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 37, and we'll begin with verse 26. The righteous is ever merciful, and lendeth, and his seed is blessed. Flee from evil, and do the thing that is good, and dwell forevermore. For the Lord loveth the thing that is right, he forsaketh not his that be godly, but they are preserved forever. The unrighteous shall be punished. As for the seed of the ungodly, it shall be rooted out. The righteous shall inherit the land, and dwell therein forever. The mouth of the righteous is exercised in wisdom, and his tongue will be talking of judgment. The law of his God is in his heart, and his going shall not slide. The ungodly watcheth the righteous, and seeketh occasion to slay him. The Lord will not leave him in his hand, nor condemn him when he is judged. Hope thou in the Lord, and keep his way, and he shall promote thee, that thou shalt possess the land. When the ungodly shall perish, thou shalt see it. I myself have seen the ungodly in great power and flourishing like a green bay tree. I went by, and lo, he was gone. I sought him, but his place could nowhere be found. Keep innocency, and take heed unto the thing that is right, for that shall bring a man peace at the last. As for the transgressors, they shall perish together, and the end of the ungodly is, they shall be rooted out at the last. But the salvation of the righteous cometh of the Lord, who is also their strength in the time of trouble. And the Lord shall stand by them, and save them. He shall deliver them from the ungodly, 
and shall save them, because they put their trust in him. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 13th verse of the 23rd chapter of the book of Numbers. Then Balak said to him, Please come with me to another place from which you may see them. You shall see only the outer part of them and shall not see them all. Curse them for me from there. So he brought him to the field of Zophim, to the top of Pisgah, and built seven altars, and offered a bull and a ram on each altar. And he said to Balak, Stand here by your burnt offering while I meet the Lord over there. And then the Lord met Balaam and put a word in his mouth and said, Go back to Balak, and thus you shall speak. So he came to him, and there he was, standing by his burnt offering. And the princes of Moab were with him. And Balak said to him, What has the Lord spoken? Then he took up his oracle and said, Rise up, Balak, and hear. Listen to me, son of Zippor. God is not a man he should lie, that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. Has he said, and will he not do? Or has he spoken, and will he not make it good? Behold, I have received the command to bless. He has blessed, and I cannot reverse it. He has not observed inequity in Jacob nor has he seen wickedness in Israel. The Lord his God is with him, and the shout of the king is among them. God brings them out of Egypt. He has strength like a wild ox, for there is no sorcery against Jacob, nor any divination against Israel. It now must be said of Jacob and of Israel, O oh, what God has done. Look at, look, a people rises a lioness, like a lioness, and lifts itself up like a lion. It shall not lie down until it devours the prey and drinks the blood of the slain. Then Balak said to Balaam, neither curse them at all, nor bless them at all. So Balaam answered and said to Balak, did I not tell you, saying that all that the Lord speaks that I must do. Here endeth the first lesson. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fourth chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke. 
Then Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being tempted for forty days by the devil. And in those days he ate nothing, and afterward, when they had ended, he was hungry. And the devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become bread. But Jesus answered him, saying, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Then the devil, taking him up on a high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said to him, All this authority I will give you, and their glory. For it, this has been delivered to me, and I give it to whomever I wish. Therefore, if you worship before me, all will be yours. And Jesus answered and said to him, Get behind me, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve. Then he brought him to Jerusalem, set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here. For it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you to keep you, and in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. And Jesus answered and said to him, It has been said, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. Now when the devil had ended every temptation, he departed from him until an opportune time. Here endeth the second lesson. Benedictus, blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit.
Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O God, the strength of all those who put their trust in thee, mercifully accept our prayers, and because through the weakness of our mortal nature we can do no good thing without thee, grant us the help of thy grace, that in keeping thy commandments we may please thee, both in will and in deed, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom. Defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Morning to all. Our uh, story of Jesus' wilderness temptation is kind of a, an important uh, tie between you know, our gospel reading and the story we're reading in the Old Testament because it, it shows the, the, the connection. We have Israel going to the wilderness. Um, we began with the Exodus, going through the Red Sea waters, the, the symbol of baptism, uh, the type of baptism, into the wilderness temptation, uh, which is leading to the promised land. And the purpose of Israel in the wilderness is, 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 is testing and testing is not, um, it, it's normal for God's people. Some people think that, well, why would God, you know, test? God would, God tests, he doesn't tempt. If we think of the guy of, of temptation, it's like he doesn't lure us into sin. That's where the, the evil one tries to lure us into sin. But God gives us tests to see whether we are truly his children and the testing the quality of something is is determined by a test. So Adam and Eve were created, and then there was a tree put as a test. Are you going to do what I ask you to do, and therefore be my true children? Same thing with Israel. Are you going to do what I ask you to do, and be my true children? So they have the commandments given on Mount Sinai, and now we're going to the wilderness, and Israel is not doing real well with the test. Uh, there, there are various times when they when they fail. And so we see Jesus, he is the fulfillment of this story because he goes into the wilderness and each of the temptations that Jesus faces matches up with a major temptation that Israel faced. The, 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 the sort of temptation to turn bread, a stone into bread matches up with the manna temptation. People are dissatisfied with the manna and the 
verse that Jesus uses, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God, comes from Deuteronomy chapter 8, and it is God's rebuke to Israel. He said, I, I, I led you to the wilderness, and I, I made you go hungry, that you might learn that man does not live by bread alone. And so Jesus is the one who embodies that lesson. No, he's not going to obtain food outside of God's will. He will trust in the provision of God. And um, the the falling down and worshiping the, the, the devil comports to the golden calf incident, where um, in order to obtain an immediate relief to something, Israel makes some golden calves and has a party. And uh, the the verse that Jesus uses comes from Deuteronomy 6, where where God rebukes Israel for that incident and says, you'll worship the Lord and, and serve him only. And then the, the jumping off the pinnacle of the temple where Jesus responds to with, you shall not put the Lord your God to a test. It actually relates to the incident referred to that we refer to every day in Psalm 95. Um, when your fathers tempted me, proved me and saw my works, uh, um, harden not your hearts. That's referring to the incident where they complained about water and, and, and uh, said, is God with us or not? And they put God to the test. And this is the idea of, of jumping off of requiring some miraculous salvation as a proof that God is with us. That's where we might do something stupid. Well, I'm going to trust God. Well, the way you trust God is you, you do the things you're supposed to do every day and trust he'll provide for you. You don't put yourself in a precarious place and, and see if he'll bail you out. But anyway, Jesus is the is the faithful one. And Israel really represents the old humanity, the, the fallen humanity of Adam that we all participate in. We all relate to those those temptations to yield, uh, yield or to 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 surrender faithfulness and tension moments to get some immediate relief because the burden is heavy. But we've also been um, baptized into Christ. We've also received the Holy Spirit. And so now we have in Christ the ability to face these tests and temptations and follow the new example of Jesus and, and actually do the things he did. We don't do it perfectly like he did, but we, <clears throat> through our progress in life for prayer, we're growing progressively into our ability to face temptation with faith and faithfulness. And this this is what the life of prayer is about, is living in Christ and remembering who we are so that as we face the tension spaces of life, we're, we're remembering the scriptures that, that, that this is what we're supposed to do. And, and it's the long-term reward because the trajectory of Jesus' life is, and, and tying it into the Balaam story, God's blessing is on Israel. Nothing can undermine Israel except Israel's unfaithfulness. And so they become unfaithful, and all those who are unfaithful don't make it to the promised land. Jesus embodying Israel, the only thing that can undermine him is unfaithfulness. He's not unfaithful. And the vindication, the full blessing of God is shown in the resurrection, which is the vindication of Jesus, which is the parallel as, as Israel was tested before going to the promised land. Jesus has a life of of testing culminating in the agony in the garden. He's faithful through it all. And then he's raised into the kingdom, into into the, you know, as the firstborn of the new creation. And so we living in him 
called to follow him in his faithfulness. That's our hope. We live in Christ now, and we have that hope that we will we will enter into uh, the promised land, which is really the resurrection, the life of the world to come. And this is really the, the importance for us in the daily offices of daily scripture reading. It reminds us what story we're living in. There's a story of the world where we're we're always tempted to grab the thing today that gives us immediate relief and not forego it for the longer term thing. And Jesus said the scriptures always remind us Israel did that and it didn't work out so well. And our Lord shows us the way to move forward in faith and faithfulness uh, towards towards the kingdom. So the temptation story teaches us our vocation daily in life to to say no to things and yes to God, according to God's word. Your thoughts about today's lessons? Continuing with a prayer for all conditions of men. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings, and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Good way to start Thursday. Thank you for joining us. Have a great Thursday. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everyone.
Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Bye, Colin.